Good evening. It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. I'm Mike Perini, and Pandora of the Lunchbox is, is a show about food and culture every every Thursday at six thirty, except when twisters run through town. And thank you, Ben, for being here when I could not reach here because of that awful twister last week. Fortunately, nobody was injured. But one thing I wanted to bring to your attention is something that I've been looking into recently, and I wanted to tell you last week, so I'll tell you this week. It's all about black and tan. Not maize and blue, but black and tan. And black and tan means so many different things. Food is only a part of it. I I found a lot of stuff while looking into a story about it. But in the meantime, let's get started with some blind boy Fuller. We'll hear from him later on the show with his own tune called Black and Tan. But first of all, my brown skin sugar plum. Pandora. (laughs) This is Pandora's Lunchbox. Yes, yes. As I was saying, this is Blind Boy Fuller and my brown skin sugar plum. Change in the deep blue sea. 
times are changing that ocean, changing the deep blue sea. It's a changing my woman, there ain't gonna be no change in me. That's Blind Boy Fuller, and that's from an album called East Coast Piedmont Style, and that is My Brown Skin Sugar Plum. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. My name is Mike. And last week I was looking into a story about how the phrase black and tan got a company in trouble. Black and tan is known in this country as a drink. It's, it's made from a blend of pale ale, usually uh, bass pale ale, and dark beer, such as a stout or porter, most often Guinness. Sometimes a pale lager is used instead of ale. This is usually called a half-and-half. But if you have one half of one shoe and one shoe and the other half of the other shoe, what I'm trying to say is, not long ago, Nike decided to create a new kind of sneaker called the SB Dunk Low. It was also named Black and Tan. And this story is from the Telegraph of the UK. It says here, Nike has apologized for naming its new shoe the Black and Tan. The $90 limited edition Black and Tan trainers were launched in the U.S. in time for St. Patrick's Day, a popular and often alcohol-filled holiday for millions of Irish Americans, says the Telegraph. There you go. Officially named the SB Dunk Low, Nike said it nicknamed the beer-themed shoe the Black and Tan because its colors were reminiscent of a pint of Guinness mixed with Harp Pale Ale. But Irish Americans protested that the name evoked memories of the Royal Irish Constabulary Reserve Force, known as the Black and Tans for their makeshift uniforms, which carried out a brutal crackdown on Roman Catholics between 1920 and 1921. One critic said that naming the trainer Black and Tan was so insensitive it was comparable to calling it Al-Qaeda. Ads for the trainer read, "'Tis the season for Irish beer and why not celebrate with Nike? The Black and Tan sneaker takes inspiration for the fine balancing act of a stout, Guinness, on top of a pale ale, Harp, in a pint glass. And you can visual, if you don't happen to drink, you can visualize it. One sits on top, the other you can see both colors. Retail displays and stores around the country directly describe the shoes as black and tans, although this is not the official name given by the shoe's manufacturer. A spokesman for Nike said this month Nike is scheduled to release a version of the Nike SB Dunk Low that has been unofficially named by some using a phrase that can be viewed as inappropriate and insensitive. We apologize. No offense was intended. So this isn't the last, this isn't the first time and may not be the last time that the phrase black and tan as food causes controversy. Back in 2006, Ben and Jerry's came up with a new ice cream flavor in time for St. Patrick's Day called black and tan. It was described by one blog as combining real cream stout, the non-alcoholic kind, non-alcoholic stout, what is, I, I don't know, swirled in with chocolate ice cream and topped off with a foamy stout ice cream head. But there were complaints, and Ben and Jerry apologized. A spokesman was quoted as saying, Any reference on our part to the British Army unit was absolutely unintentional, and no ill will was ever intended. This led me on a search for black and tan of many kinds, and we're going to start with a song by Patty Riley 
called Come Out You Black and Tans, daring them to come out. I was born in a Dublin street where the royal drums do beat And the loving English feet they tramped all over us And each and every night when me father'd come home tight He'd invite the neighbours outside with this chorus Oh, come out, you black and tans, come out and fight me like a man Show your wife how you won medals down in Flanders Tell them how the... Weather Service in Detroit, Pontiac has issued a severe thunderstorm warning for Livingston County in southeast Michigan, North Central WASHTE and AW County in southeast Michigan until 730 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. At 630 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, National Weather Service Doppler radar indicated a line of severe thunderstorms capable of producing quarter-size hail and damaging winds in excess of 60 miles per hour. These storms were located along a line extending from 5 miles southeast of Morris to Whitmore Lake and moving northeast at 15 miles per hour. Severe thunderstorms will be near Oak Grove around 640 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. COHOCTAH around 645 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Deerfield Township and Heartland around 655 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Tyrone Township around 710 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. The warning includes areas surrounding these locations. Oak Grove, Whitmore Lake, Pinckney, Howell, Heartland, Hamburg, Fowlerville, COHOCTAH, Brighton. Precautionary Preparedness Actions. That was an announcement of a very strange nature of a severe thunderstorm warning for Livingston County and Washtenaw County. Very hard to understand all of that, but we will try to get more information for you as soon as we can on what exactly that said. Let's listen for just a moment while I'm doing research for you for to the Black and Tan Fantasy by Duke Ellington, which is another part of our Black and Tan theme. Let's let's listen to that. <laughs>
Listening to Black and Tan Fantasy by the great Duke Ellington. So, what did that cryptic message say? Here's the information. There is a severe thunderstorm warning for Livingston County and for north-central Washtenaw County until 7.30 p.m. Uh, That storm will be near Cahokdaw around 6.45 p.m., Deerfield Township and Heartland around 6.55 p.m., Tyrone Township around 7.10 This affects areas surrounding Whitmore Lake, Pinckney, Hamburg, Brighton, Howell, and some other cities in those areas. And we'll keep you posted if if there's more information. That's a severe thunderstorm warning till 7.30. (sighs) There we go. So, Black and Tan Fantasy. We are talking about Black and Tan before. Black and Tan Fantasy is a 1927 jazz composition by Duke Ellington and Bubber Miley. There's a short film called Black and Tan as well from 1929. According to Wikipedia notes here, says it can be seen as a prime example of the coalescence of white and black artists to come together and make art. The white director Dudley Murphy used Duke Ellington as a star as his star, as he performed his jazz masterpieces in the film and starred as the main character in Love and Struggle. The film also exhibits the ideas and thoughts of the Harlem Renaissance movement. Duke Ellington's band is struggling to book any sort of gig to make money and save his possessions, like his piano and his apartment, because of the failure to make payments. Two men arrive to take away Duke's piano. In the fictional story, Duke's wife, the dancer Freddie Washington, achieves fame and great acclaim. She walks in and offers the movers $10. The movers refuse the payment, so Freddie Washington offers them gin instead, and the movers are persuaded to speak nothing of this and act completely unaware of the piano. Recently landing a job at a dancing club, Freddie offers a venue for him and his band to perform, but says she will perform in order to land the the pending contract that the club is offering. Unfortunately, the dancer has a heart condition that will become worse if she continues to dance. Thus, the tension in the film Black and Tan, featuring the song Black and Tan Fantasy by Duke Ellington. Now, another connection here, the Black and Tan Party. We talked earlier about the 
the political situation in Britain and Ireland revolving around black and tans. Well, there's also a connection in the U.S. South in the late 1800s. Black and tan Republicans were African Americans in the Reconstruction-era South who were loyal to the Republican Party. When the Republican Party was founded in 1854, few African Americans joined. By the time of the election of Abraham Lincoln, the party began to attract support from northern blacks, including, crucially, Frederick Douglass. That support grew in the late 1860s as some southern blacks, now voting, cast ballots for the Republicans. After the 15th Amendment was passed in 1870, allowing most of the black males in the former Confederate states to vote, the Republican Party commanded the loyalty of an overwhelming majority of African Americans, prompting Frederick Douglass to remark that for them, the Republican Party was the ship and all else was the sea. Many of the newly enfranchised Southern black men now formed black and tan clubs, which helped to institutionally tie these voters to the Republican Party. But black Republican voters were also driven by white terror, beginning with the founding of the Ku Klux Klan in 1866. On many occasions, direct violence, usually reserved for African-American Republican voters, was used on white party activists as well. The violence and intimidation of black and white voters destroyed the effectiveness of the Republican Party in most areas of the South as an alternative to one-party Democratic rule. White people left the GOP and rejoined the Democrats or quit politics. Black people who continued to vote did so at the risk of being killed. White Republicans who remained in the party were increasingly convinced that they could survive politically only by removing black GOP officeholders and leaders, and in some instances by jettisoning jettisoning black voters altogether. These Republicans, known as the Lily Whites, fought the black and tan Republicans for control of the party. They remained warring factions until the 1930s, when African Americans deserted the GOP to support the policies and administration of Democratic President Franklin D. Roosevelt. So the phrase black and tan has many meanings and many stories to tell. Many, many, many things to contemplate when it comes to black and tans. But we can cycle back now to the drink, in fact, that started it all, if you will. First of all, though, this is another song by Blind Boy Fuller. This is a song called The Black and Tan. Now, this song may be about a dance, maybe about something that his lover likes to do. It's not as cut and dry as some other phrases, black and tan, that we've heard before. But I think you can probably imagine, come up with your own interpretation. If you know, let me know. This is Blind Boy, Boy, Blind Boy Fuller and Black and Tan on WCBN.
Thank you again, Mr. Blind Boy Fuller, and that was Black and Tan. Should mention a weather update here. The severe thunderstorm warning for north-central Washtenaw County is canceled. The line of storms which prompted the warning have moved out of the warning area. So the severe thunderstorm warning does remain in effect for northeastern Livingston County until 7.30 p.m. if you're listening up that way. But no warnings at the moment for Washtenaw County. Perhaps you could use a drink. Well, black and tan, perhaps? As I was mentioning before, black and tan is a drink made from a blend of pale ale, usually a bass pale ale, and a dark beer such as a stout or a porter, most often Guinness. Sometimes a pale lager is used instead of ale. This is usually called a half-and-half. The style is believed to have originated in pubs in Britain, with drinkers ordering a mix of dark stout and draft beer. And contrary to popular belief, black and tan as a mixture of two beers is not a drink commonly consumed in Ireland. In fact, it's had image problems because of the issues we've talked about before. The Royal Irish Constable... I'm sorry, I'm hard to say, but the group sent into Ireland in the early 1920s, nicknamed the Black and Tans, was quite controversial because of what those troops did. But there are other variations. We've got the black and blue, says here in Wikipedia, a.k.a. Dark Side of the Moon, or Eclipse. That's Guinness layered over Blue Moon beer in place of pale ale or pale lager. In New Orleans, if you ask for a black and blue, however, expect Guinness over Pabst Blue Ribbon. How about black and trash? Guinness poured over, Guinness poured on top of the American Budweiser lager. 
It's lager? Oh. Black Death, Guinness poured over Rogue Dead Guy Ale. A classic, that one. Dark Shark, Guinness poured over Dogfish Head. How about Black Magic, Guinness poured over Magic Hat Number 9. So there you go. Thus concludes our story of black and tan. Now, just before we go, a few things, many, many things going on. First of all, the Ann Arbor Film Festival is coming up in just a week. Starts March 27th, actually. Ends on April 1st. All the information you need is at aafilmfest.org. One of the films is called The Strawberry Tree, and I'm going to find out more for you as soon as I can, probably by next week. It is a film about a fishing village, a fading fishing village in Cuba. It's a documentary about the place and its people called The Strawberry Tree. It's going to air next Thursday night, I believe at 9.15. Again, you can look all that information up at aafilmfest.org. Find out what's going on for the 50th Ann Arbor Film Festival, starting on March 27th. Also in Detroit, the Marche du Nan Rouge, pardon my French, says here, some 2,000 Detroiters are expected to take part in the third annual Marche de Nan Rouge. It's the folkloric tradition of running the Red Dwarf, Le Nan Rouge, the scourge of the city, claimed to be responsible for everything from the imprisonment of city founder Cadillac to the riots of 67, driving the Le Nan Rouge out of the city. Embodying the spirit of celebrations like Mardi Gras, the march provides a spiritual purging of the city after a long winter while welcoming the coming spring. The ceremonies begin at 1 p.m. at Traffic Jam and Snug in Detroit, in the parking lot where where Lena Rouge appears to be taunted by angry citizens. The Detroit Party Marching Band then leads a procession of chariots and revelers and so on. Look it up in the Metro Times. Find out all about it. Starts this Sunday. This is WCBN. I've been Mike. In in anticipation of finding more about the strawberry tree, let's do an unrelated song about strawberries. This is Miriam Makeba, and this is on a collection called Midnight Hoot. It's mostly a hootenanny kind of a thing. I sense a little bit of um, Mighty Wind vibe to some of this album, but this is not. This is Miriam Makeba, the wonderful singer from South Africa. Love tastes like strawberries. And let's go out with some strawberries, shall we? This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Our world will help you to face the music in just a moment.
when I saw his face. The belly man cried, won't you try this? We looked, we thought, we stole a kiss. The berries are gone and spring has passed. But I know my love will always last. Beautiful recording by Marion McCaba. Thank you, Mike Perini, for ending your show with that. It's 7 o'clock. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. 88.3 megahertz is the frequency. Student-run radio from the University of Michigan with lots of community involvement. Face the Music, dedicated now to traditional jazz for the next hour. Old-fashioned stuff, mostly from the 1920s. The aim of the game is to feel real good. I want you to feel better. That's why I'm spinning this recording made in 1923 by King Oliver's Jazz Band with young Louis Armstrong pointing the cornet directly at you. (laughs) 